have an army. We have a Hulk. Welcome to episode 102 of We Have a Hulk podcast, where we talk all things TV and film and sometimes comic books. I'm your usual host, Nicola. And I'm your usual host, Chris. And what are you going to be talking about in this week's episode, then, Chris? Titans. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. And uh, I'm with the Hulks. Uh, Titans Review. Interview with Hartley Sawyer, who is Elongated Man from The Flash. Yes. So that's exciting. What? And Hulk Topics. Who are you going to call? <laughs> that is not Ghostbusters. <laughs> They're just superhero-based. Right. Yeah. Okay, so should we jump straight into it? At Home with the Hawks, what have you been watching, reading, and doing the past couple of weeks then, Chris? Well, I've got a 3D printer, so that's pretty exciting. And i um, been kind of designing a mini ITX case. I based it on someone else's design, but I've made a lot <gasps> of changes, okay? And I, I might do like a video of it for YouTube or something. Ooh. Yes, not much else. Went to a music thing at the park, didn't we? Wasn't great. <laughs> yeah, it's wasn't a bit great. of a dirge. <laughs> What's the dirge? Kind of dirgey. Uh, it's like funerally. Oh. Okay. Is it? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I think pretty much what we've been trying to do is kind of... Uh, there's always that weird period when you go back from Christmas and New Year's. Yeah. And you kind of kind of try and get through it before you start doing things. <laughs> so you've got to acclimatise yourself back in. And yes, it's not been going very well, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I don't know about you. Yeah. It's just a shame, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's like they give you this freedom for a little bit and they're like, yeah. no. Here's a taste of freedom, guys. Yeah. Damn it. I really miss, you know, when you were a kid and you had the like six weeks holiday. Amazing. How much? Six weeks. I can't even imagine having six weeks off now. Yeah, that would be be pretty amazing. (laughs) Yes. Anyway, what have you been watching? Watching. Went to see The Front Runner, but we left because it seemed like a boring political drama. Um, (laughs) Shocker. Sorry, guys. We only waited like 10 minutes, so we didn't give it much of a chance. No, I think we gave it a little bit more. I'd say we give it 15, 20 minutes. Okay, 15, 20 minutes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so we came home, we watched that Brexit thing instead. Well, you did. I kind of gave up a little bit. Yeah. It was funny, it was we're like, oh, I'm done with politics. And then we get home, we were like, oh, Brexit thing. <laughs> more politics. <laughs> yes, this makes sense. Seemed like more <laughs> relevant, newer politics. But, but anyway. I don't know how they can have a Brexit thing when brexit isn't really over yet it's not it's, even really happened yet it's it? weird yeah and um well, yeah. they're talking about like the whole the campaign, campaign behind it, it. yeah how they the message went across and the numbers that were used and thrown around and stuff which weren't necessarily mm. real and the cambridge analytica stuff yeah the kind of trying to put thoughts into people's brains yeah that was weird so they did like a little adverts didn't they on facebook mm. and you clicked on thing yeah very creepy mm. <laughs> and benedict cumberbatch looked very weird very <laughs> Odd. Yes. Yeah. Other than that, um, watched Crazy Stupid Love the other day. <laughs> mm-hmm. Very much like that film. It's very sweet. Very nice. Yeah, it was good. I think it had a bit. It was kind of a bit preachy in a way. <laughs> Did you think? Right. <laughs> it was what like, do you this mean? is the right way of living. <laughs> but okay. Yeah, I, yeah, I enjoyed it. It was good. Well, they give you two perspectives. I thought they give you the perspectives, but yeah. <laughs> but at the end, they're like, yeah, this is the correct way, though. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> Which, yeah, I can see that, but, mm. you know. But it's a great cast. Steve yeah, Carell, really Ryan Gosling, yeah. Emma Stone. Yeah. Julia Thingy. Oh, also Kevin Bacon. What? What? <laughs> he Kevin? just appears in really random things at the moment. Bacon? Exactly. Uh, can I just go back to the front runner and say, I'm really sorry we walked out and I know it's bad, but we have unlimited things, so we didn't actually waste any money. And also, if you liked it, then that that's fine. Uh, it just wasn't for us. 
Yes, which is Kramer. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Whatever you like. Also, Bumblebee. Bumblebee. We saw Bumblebee. I quite enjoyed that. It yeah, really I really enjoyed that actually. Um, it's quite heartfelt and everything. Yeah, and I liked the whole eightiesness of it. Yeah, yeah. The girl and her robot. It was funny though. <laughs> I really liked the bit where um, like she could put tapes in him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah, uh, they great. put in like the Smiths and they spat it straight out. And I was <laughs> yeah. like, good Bumblebee. <laughs> well done. <laughs> well done. Good boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, again, disclaimer, we, we may not like the Smiths, but no, if you sorry. do, that's fine. <laughs> yes, um, exactly. <laughs> reading? You've been reading anything? Yeah, this week I've been reading Captain Marvel issue one, Friendly Neighbourhood Spider-Man issue one, and also Young Justice issue one. So shaking it up a little bit, Marvel and DC. Interesting, interesting. I've been reading manuals. <laughs> 3D printer manuals, I yes, assume. Correct, correct. Yes, <laughs> Playing? I played a bit more Black Ops, just you Dance got a 3D well. printer, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I come home, it's like, wee, 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 wee. Yeah. Oh, here we go. <laughs> They're not the quietest of things, though, no, are they? No. Anyway, sorry, just dance. Yeah, played a little bit of just dance. We're trying to kind of experiment with ways of uh, exercising and stuff. Exercising, that's fun. You know, we try going jogging. That's I don't know whether we yeah, tell the story. We did. did we, did we, we tell the story? For three days. I think it was about four days. It was a good week. It was about four days in terms of it was three days. <laughs> um, was it? <laughs> I think so. Okay. It may have been four days. I don't know. I think it was four days. Anyway, yeah, it was giving me weird shins, and I was probably wrong wearing the wrong shoes. And First time I went out, I had an asthma attack. So. Yes. <laughs> so that was great. I thought I'd go over my asthma, but apparently not. <laughs> you um, did get better, though. Well, eventually. Otherwise, yes. I'd be dead by now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the, the next day I was right, but we decided not to run like in long because the first to... time we just ran around the whole thing, didn't we? And yeah, not run, but kind of jogged around the whole yeah. thing. And we were and like, <gasps> tried not to stop, <laughs> yes. which apparently is the wrong way of doing it. No, so the next time we took lots interval. of intervals. So yeah, that was okay, I think, for a little while. But then our shins were hurting. We were like, oh, I can't bother <laughs> with this. Too dark. But then you have to invest and actually buy running shoes and stuff. It seems quite costly. The costly part is leaving the house in the dark. Oh, well, I suppose cold. so. Yeah, because <laughs> we can only really do it when I come back from work, and then it's really dark, and it's kind of a scary park we go running around. Just because it's dark. Yeah, it's I fine. mean it's fine in the day. Um, <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna try swimming, so we'll see. How that goes. Yeah, I think just dance might be the way to go. Yeah, it's, 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 it's quite kind of gamifying it, isn't it? Yes. It's in. Anyway, oh, no. anyway. <laughs> TV. What TV would we be watching? Office. Lots of the Office. <laughs> the Office US. Yes. yes. Been catching up on that. We're on like season three now or something. Season four. And I think we only started it over like the Christmas break. <laughs> yeah, it's just one of those that. shows that you could just sit and watch for ages. I don't know why. It gets a little bit cringy in places, but otherwise, it's just so funny. Yeah, I think it's more dramatised than the, the um, UK one. The E one? <laughs> I was going to say EU. EU. Say EU. <laughs> We're talking about yeah. Brexit. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's it's very cringy in places. Blah, 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 blah. But um, yeah, I enjoy it. It's fun. It's weird though, because we've been watching, like binge watching this like every day pretty much. And then we went to see, well, we, we watched Crazy Stupid Love. And it was weird seeing Steve Corral and not in the office as Michael sort yeah. of thing. It's quite hard to take him seriously now. Although, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was always kind of like a comedy. Yes. But this is just on a new level, isn't it? A different <laughs> yeah. level. So, yeah. Other than that, I've been watching, uh, keep watching The Gifted, which is the X-Men Fox show. And uh, I also binge watched all of The Runaway season two, which was really good. And uh, we've got an interview with someone from The Runaways coming up soon. So check mm. that out. Next episode? We'll see. Probably also, 
Or the Orville. Sorry, I forgot to say that. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Orville's back. What did you think? We've seen the first two episodes. I really like the Orville. I just really enjoy it. I like I like the whole Star Trek vibe. Yeah. It felt, it, it just it's feel really a little bit more Star Trek-y than Star the Trek na- Discovery, right? Star Trek. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that, but... Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to that too. I want to see... Um, I'm hoping they bring it around a bit and make it a bit more... Yeah, they got Spock in, in the next one, haven't they? Yeah, but I mean, I just think it's a little bit too dramatic okay. for me. Like, it's very, um, I don't want to say dark, it's very like brooding and mm. there was lots of battles and... Yeah, yes. I don't They're know. trying to make I it to action enjoy. or something. Yeah, but anyway, maybe. is that everything? Yeah, I think that was pretty much everything. Cool. So, on to the review. Next. I'm Detective Dick Grayson. You want to talk about what happened? Can you help me? Mom. Rachel. That's what she calls you. There's something inside of me. Something evil. So Titans finally came to Netflix UK on Friday the 11th of January. So there's 13 episodes in the entire series, so a lot shorter than the usual sort of CW shows. And the synopsis of this is, a team of young superheroes led by Nightwing, formerly Batman's first Robin, formed to combat evil and other perils. So the creators are Greg Belanti, Akiva Goldsmith and Jeff Johns. And the main cast consists of Tegan Croft, Brenton Thwaites, Anna Diop and Ryan Potter. Mm. So... I have seen just a bit of background about this. I've seen the whole series now because I couldn't wait and I was super excited. And uh, Chris has basically seen the first episode as well as episode four. Because I realised it. Huh? Heresy. Yes. Oh no, I'm sorry. sorry <laughs> so Chris, what were your initial thoughts on episode one and four? Yeah, so um, I don't know anything about Teen Titans, so I was going in blind. First episode was introducing characters and whatnot, wasn't it? So uh, not much story, really. So I wasn't really sure what was going on there. I liked... I liked the look of it, though. So that was good. But then episode four, I really enjoyed. I thought the story was really good in that one. And I really got into it. So, yes. <laughs> yes. Mickey That's bag. my feelings. <laughs> right. <about> you. <laughs> yeah, when I first watched the first episode, I thought it was a little bit sort of Daredevil-esque. I mean, it was very dark and mm. it was sort of action-y and... Yeah, Maybe. it was a little bit like a little bit different than the usual sort of yes. DC fair we've had. And I don't know, from the trailers at San Diego Comic Con, everyone was a bit like, oh, this is trying to be super dark and stuff because he said F Batman, <laughs> yeah. which was quite funny. But it's, it's definitely an interesting one. It's not, it's not your usual CW fair right. and it's not quite Gotham. It's a, kind of sits somewhere in the middle, I think. And it's kind of interesting for that, I think. Yeah, I would say they really don't. I mean, it's still teens. Yes. But it's not super teen dramery. No. <laughs> They're not like constantly talking about their relationship status and stuff. <laughs> and their feelings. <laughs> and their feelings, yeah. which I like so far. So, yes. Yes. <laughs> it's a little different, which Indeed. I like. Okay. So, characters and performances. So, it's a bit of a different take on the Teen Titans. Everyone who has seen like the trailer will know that. I mean, Teen Titans is animated of the kids. And you've seen, if you've seen uh, Teen Titans go to the movies, very, very much different, isn't it? So, in, in the first episode, uh, it mainly focuses on Dick Grayson, Raven and Starfire, doesn't it, really? You only get a little glimpse of Beast Boy right at the end. Yes. And it's kind of a cool scene for Beast yeah. Boy, kind of setting them up a little bit. Uh, but the main focus is on uh, mainly Raven, isn't it? I think she's pretty much the uh, driving plot of the actual whole entire series. And it's it's a bit of a mystery, isn't it? What did you think about Raven? Yeah, she's right. She's driving the main arc, isn't she? Mm-hmm. Um, she's a really interesting character. I kind of want to know more about this darkness thing. Yes. Beast thing. Dimensional thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, it's really interesting. It always keeps reminding me of Dexter every time she says that. I've got something inside me, the darkness inside me. I'm like, <laughs> <Sure>. oh no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's very intriguing. It's a lot scarier than uh, obviously the, the animated version. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's very sort of um, just like horror-esque really, isn't it? It's like body horror. And every time she sees herself in a mirror, someone's talking back at her. And mm. So you don't really find out too much about her. What have you no. kind of gleaned from the first series, uh, first episode? She has weird powers. Yeah. She has a different mother than she thought she did. And that's pretty much it, really. Um, I haven't really learned much about any of them. Obviously, I know Robin's backstory because okay. of previous films and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, and also the lady that's just shown up with no memory. That's just confusing because like that she's she doesn't know who she is i have no idea who she is <laughs> nobody knows who she is it's very confusing to be fair it, yeah it took quite a while to kind of get into that story i thought yeah her powers are quite powerful shall we say she's powerfully powerful yes yes <laughs> i really like the effects they did for her as well when she uh she starts glowing and her hair starts kind of yeah, that was pretty good, i think actually. that was pretty cool Mm. So yeah, the other sort of focus is on Dick Grayson, as you you said. Um, He has kind of quit the whole Batman psychic thing at the moment and he's working in Detroit as as a detective sort of thing. And he's kind of trying to make his own path by the sounds of it. So yeah, in the comics, basically when Dick Grayson leaves batman he becomes nightwing right so he stops becoming robin he moves out somewhere else nearby to gotham and becomes nightwing i'm aware of that yes right <laughs> so this is sort of his transformation he's got issues <laughs> right yes um <laughs> what did you think of that fight in in this with robin yeah pretty classic stuff wasn't it yeah anyway starfire is pretty interesting isn't she because you're kind of stumbling along at the same time as you are with her if that makes sense she can't remember who she is she yes. needs to she knows that she needs to she kind of wakes up like from a car crash and we're like who the hell is she and she's like who the hell am i so it's kind of intriguing in that sense um and she finds out that she's got a picture of rachel slash raven right and she's trying to find out where she's and, and who she is and you're like why and it's, yeah. it's kind of intriguing she's in germany and she's kind of it seems like she's involved in like a gang or something yeah, there's definitely some uh, some gang stuff going on. Yeah, I don't know why, if she's worried about who she is, why is she focusing on this other lady? She, she just thinks it will help jog her memory or something? or Maybe. Or is she, there's something inside her that says she's important kind of thing. I don't know. Okay, so visual effects and the style. What did you think of the style of the show, Chris? Um, I thought it was really nicely shot. Yeah, nice lighting and everything. I think the green tiger is pretty bad, but... Uh, oh, the CGI? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. But it's TV, so yeah. I can't really <laughs> expect amazing green tigers. Yeah, I think the same sort of thing. It is. Um, it looks really good, I think. And I really like the costumes. I think they're done quite well, especially the Robin costume. I mean, when you look at it in the comics, you think, you know, he's yeah. a psychic, it's Robin, it's yeah. a bit rubbish. But I think it's come across quite well in this. Yeah, agreed. I like his little Robin bat thing he throws, you know, like... Um, Robin Orangs. Yes, yeah. we'll cover that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that looks really good. And especially the one with Starfire when she's sort of... She's using the powers that she doesn't really know how to use. It's just like this massive ball of fire and energy. That's pretty good. Yeah. And uh, Raven's powers are pretty good too. So I think they've done overall really well yeah, with the, the visual Raven's effects. powers are the best part of it that's the most convincing and interesting like the yeah. work. it's kind of like liquidy kind of dark powery <laughs> things yeah cool. it's kind of cre- it, it reminds me a lot of the mummy 
yes. how it kind of yeah, came yeah. out of her and they're with other people and yeah. ooh, it was a bit like oh this is this is quite dark yeah. <laughs> yes yeah. yeah so overall what did you think of the first episode and would you carry on watching we as we said before he has watched the fourth episode um yes. just because it was the doom patrol and i thought he'd really enjoy it because it's got some actors in there that you quite enjoy Indeed. I probably wouldn't have continued watching it after the first one directly. Oh. But then you were like, let's watch the fourth one. That was good. <laughs> fourth one. So, yeah, I really enjoyed that one. So, yeah, maybe. Okay. That's the answer to that. Interesting. Should we also talk about the soundtrack? There was a soundtrack? <laughs> well, there was music. Boom, boom, and I boom, really boom, enjoyed boom. ACDC's Thunderstruck. That okay. <laughs> and there were other things in there. Just like really good setting the scene. Setting yeah. The mood, you know? True. So I enjoyed that. Sort of atmospherical music atmospherical yes. <laughs> yes i like that word we'll give it that yeah so um this is originally on dc universe in america and uh, they're actually going to be bringing out a lot more tv shows on that which is intriguing so obviously we've got doom patrol do you think you'll watch that one what's doom patrol <laughs> so it's all the people from episode four that i was telling you about all oh, right yeah oh, that could be a better show actually i think yeah <laughs> i'm not sure i'm not sure but yeah <laughs> That seems more like my kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, it's got Matt Bomer. It's got Brendan Fraser. It's got um, the guy who was in Penny Dreadful. You know, the the old guy. Oh, what's his name? Timothy Dalton, is that his name? The, the Bond guy. Okay. So those people in episode four, they're not coming back in Titans. I don't know. They might do. But I think they were sort of introducing you to them because okay. they're going to have their own show. Uh, okay. Fair play. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Probably Doom Patrol is more my thing. Then, I guess. <laughs> Maybe. Um, yeah. There's uh, there's going to be Young Justice Outsiders, which is currently streaming at the moment. We've also got Swamp Thing, which could be quite interesting. Have you ever heard of Swamp Thing? Isn't it that really old movie? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, that's the thing. <laughs> okay. Um, but interestingly, James Wan, you know, the director from Aquaman, yeah. he's going to be doing that TV show. Yeah, so, you know, he's actually kind of a horror director. Oh, so, hmm. Mm. That's definitely one to look out for. Also, Stargirl, which I don't really know too much about, actually. Um, and then Harley Quinn, which does not <laughs> seem appealing to me, I'm afraid. <laughs> there are a lot of DC shows, aren't there? Yes. Uh, but it's interesting because obviously you've got the CW ones at the moment as well. And you've also got Gotham, which is like a Fox DC show, which is in its last season. So it's kind of intriguing to see where the shows kind of sit within each other. Because I feel like the CW ones are quite fun. Except for Arrow, because mm. you know that's dark and brooding and <laughs> yeah, quite fun, unserious, and just very teeny. Yes, yeah, it's, it's good that they have a wide range, a wider range than that. But then it's kind of like, well, maybe you should just focus on one area as opposed to you know throwing things all over the place. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I think they're going to be because obviously you know Netflix have kind of dumped most of the uh, Marvel TV shows. Yes. I think this might be quite a good sort of round for them. Like with Titans, as I said, it does remind me a little bit of Daredevil and sort of more the more action kind okay. of route. So maybe it could be quite good for them. Maybe. Okay, so how would you rate this then, Chris? I get one thumbs up. I think it was better than most of the teen-based superhero shows, from my perspective anyway. Just better quality and less drama-y, <laughs> yeah. you know? So yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of how, that's what I like. So, what about you? I think pretty similar. I mean, I watched the first episode and thought, oh, I don't, because you don't, it's always difficult with the first episode, isn't it? Because you've got to introduce so much stuff. I'd probably would have given it like a one, one and a half thumbs up. But I really, really enjoyed the series overall. And it really just, it became such a good show towards, not not just towards the end, but when you found all the mysteries were becoming a little bit more sort of... Less mysterious? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it got really interesting. Also, there were so many DC characters in 
in this as well. So if you're a DC fan, it's definitely one for you. Cool. This week we're joined by special guest Hartley Sawyer. What? Yeah. He plays he plays Ralph Dibney from The Flash, also known as Elongated Man. And if you're a huge fan of Flash like me, you'll know that he's kind of a big fan favourite. He's he's just hilarious and I really like him. And he brings something a lot different to the show because he's kind of a bit more detective-y and he's got some great one-liners and he's just hilarious. So I'm Ooh. so excited for you guys to hear this. If you're not up to date with season five, there may be some slight spoilers, but he doesn't go into it too much at all. But otherwise, really hope you enjoy the interview. Fantastic. So first question, how do you feel about having such huge positive response from the fans and being made a re- series regular? I mean, it's been a great year for you. It's been, it's been really terrific. And, um, you know, it's funny now, I look back on, you know, I first came in and started on episode four and season four. And it's funny because in hindsight, I realize now like how much, I didn't think about how much was uh not at stake there is not the right word, but how much was when it did it and really tried to establish the character. But looking back on it, it's almost like when you sit on a road trip and you go, wow, this really came really hard with this. The whole season last year and now it came back. It's just been a great ride. And the fans run them at the airport and the convention and stuff like that. They're just great. There's so much to interact with and so many people telling me that they just they love the show and they do it with their family every week. Watch them. It's fantastic to be a part of that. Yeah, def- have you tried a flash suit on yet? I think is the biggest question. <laughs> have I tried the flash suit on? No, I mean, I actually want, I, I would love to, but would make one. Yeah, there's no way I would fit into grants. But, you know, every time I look at that thing, I'm a little tempted to put it on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you get any input with your own costume at all? Because I know you, you got, a, you know, your grey one first and then you went on to your, your proper costume. I probably had more input on the gray one, honestly, than I did on the second one. The second one, I, the second one, I didn't feel like I need to give a lot of them. Oh, you know, I, I tried it on. I saw the design out, and I thought, actually, that looks pretty damn cool. And you know, I was a little concerned that they would go the character so out there, but I thought it was great to kind of make it something that felt. Um, a little more serious in terms of like, oh, it looks like you could really go to work. Yeah, so I was just saying that um, uh, I didn't, you know, the the new suit, the purple suit that um, that Ralph has now, I didn't give a lot of input on that. Um, and it's in part because when I saw it, I saw the drawings, I thought it looked really cool and good. And then when I put it on, I didn't really have any, any notes. I'm like, they just did a great job of it. And I think they do a great job with all of those super suits. So that was something that I just thought worked really well. And my only concern was that they would do something that was kind of goofy, given the nature of the character. But I liked that they didn't, they didn't do that. They gave him like kind of a, you know, like a real super suit. Uh, and I love that. So that was super fun for me to see. And that was a real thrill to try it out for the first time. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I mean, how do you do, how do you act when you, you know, do the whole elasticated thing? So that stuff is, I mean, I, you know, the visual effects team works all the time on that stuff and they do a terrific job. Um, but there are a lot of things where, you know, I'll do things with the body and things to sell it. And then there's some stuff that is just, you know, almost like contorting myself a little bit to do these things. But um I've been everything from hung upside down to on wires to be blown back to, you know, every different little thing or just a tiny movement here with the fingers. It's every level of things. And it's, it's, you know, that stuff gets to be time consuming because you have to get it just right. So they can do the work that they need to do with the effect stuff, but it's really fun to bring that physicality to it. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, how did you do the peach? (laughs) 
that was all a VFX thing. That was like, oh, okay. they, you know, basically from the neck down, they were like, we got it. And it was, you know, from the neck up, I just kind of did what I needed to do up there. But, you know, ironically enough, last year when I did the Santa Claus thing, I think it was in episode nine, that was practical. That was like, wow. so we do both, you know, it just kind of depends. Like the, the, the pair or whatever it was, the peach, the pear, that was visual effects. But last year when I, when I grew a belly to like be Santa Claus, and I think it was episode nine, season four, that was actually kind of a balloon that was strapped to my waist and my chest that just... <laughs> The guys were just hidden off off the frames. You couldn't see them, and they hit a button, and it just went, and just wow. you know, it was like an airbag going off. Nice. And this is your day job. How amazing is that? <laughs> I know. It's like it's like every time I go to work, I'm like, this is like this is easily the best job in the world. It's not one of the <laughs> best jobs in the world for anybody. I mean, you just get to go to work and have fun. Definitely. And I mean, you've had an amazing arc this season, haven't you? You're really embracing what it is to be a hero and helping Caitlin out. Where would you like to see Ralph kind of progress next? I think the thing that I, you know, that I really want for him is in the comics, he's, you know, the detective aspect of the character is such a big thing for him. Um, and that's something that we started to build up to this year. And that's what I really want to see more and more of. Because um, I love the idea of this guy who, you know, he'll always say kind of the wrong thing and, and get his ass kicked or or get, you know, side-eye from everybody. But, you know, the comics, the detective, uh, detective aspect of the character is something that I love because he's really, really good at it. He's really got a skill there. So um, we've started to explore that a little bit more, and that's something that I really want to see more of, too. And I also love, you know, with the way that we introduced the character last year, you know, he was in a in like a world of of criminals, you know, in a world of not very good people, in a world of people not doing good things. And so this year we kind of talked about that. Like, there's this whole world out there that Ralph came from before he was part of Team Flash. And wouldn't it be fun to go back to that a little bit, and you know, see what happens with that? So we're actually doing a little bit of that in episode 13 coming up. Um, you know, we need to find something that's going to help us fight Cicada. And nobody knows where to look. And, and Ralph does because he knows where the black market is. He knows where the underworld is, all that stuff. So I was, that was really cool to see. I love that aspect of him because, you know, everybody else on Team Flash is great, but they're pretty much squeaky clean. And it's nice that he's not, uh, you know? Yes. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, would you like to see a spin off detective show with Sherlock? How amazing would that be? <laughs> I would love that. Like, he was watching, what was it? What's the show on the TV that I think is ending this year with? Is it Lucy Liu? And, get the other actor's name but like i would love that i love working with tom and you know he's a friend of mine too so anytime you get to work with him it's always a ball he's such a wonderful actor and just a great guy so but i love those two characters together too and, and that stuff was fun earlier on in the season to do you know uh episode four or five or whatever it was where you know they both kind of did their thing as detectives but i would love to see those two together as much as possible i love it <laughs> yeah and how much fun was it filming the elsewhere's crossover you managed to get to punch barry in the face <laughs> that was so much fun because if, you know when you start to think about it i i punched barry in the face but i also you know kind of knocked out the green arrow too in a way how many people get to do that right like <laughs> yeah. i know it wasn't steven so i can't really lay claim to that but in that world it was like hey you know Ralph knocked out the green arrow not too bad um but I loved, you know, I loved being a part of that crossover and I didn't get to do it last year and I got to do some of it this year. And, and you know, I'm hoping to do even more of it in the future because they are huge undertakings to shoot. But I, this year in particular for me, I mean, I thought it turned out wonderfully well and yeah. I thought it was just so much fun. And when I started to see the footage, 
you know, I'll tell you when I read the scripts early on, uh, I had heard the idea. I loved the idea of the body swap thing, the Freaky Friday. And then when I read the scripts, I was on a plane and I read all of them at once. And I was like, man, I'm 10 years old again in my trunk full of comic books in, you know, my bedroom upstairs, because this is what it feels like. It, it felt so much fun to me. It felt like, hey, let's set up the stuff, but let's just have a good time. Okay. And it felt like a special run of comic books and, a spe- you know, a, like a great graphic novel where it's like, you know, Marvel used to do like, what if, you know, Hulk killed Wolverine and that kind of stuff. So it felt like a what if kind of thing. Um, and it was just so much fun. It appealed to the kid in me and also appealed to the adult in me. And I just thought it was great. And then I saw the finished product. And, I mean, I, I thought it was just pure fun, pure joy. And you could tell that everybody had fun doing it when you watched the product do. And, you know, for example, Stephen and, and Grant together, I mean, they were just great together. Like, they just, they were having so much fun. Their chemistry was through the roof. And I just loved it. I loved it. Yeah. And I mean, it was weird to see Grant trying to, you know, the dark brooding arrow, wasn't it? <laughs> you know, there's that, you know, there's that, do you remember the moment when I think it's when they first meet uh, Ruby Rose's character? And uh, and somebody says, maybe it's Melissa, says something like, so it's something Grant who who fixes all the moment where you know Grant Grant is is everybody thinks he's Oliver and he says oh no I would never compare myself to a badass like Batman and he kind of looks at Stephen and Stephen kind of glares at him and it was just a brilliant moment and it it genuinely made me laugh out loud because it was just the two characters coming together for that moment of you know you shut up right now it was just brilliant <laughs> yeah it was really meta as well wasn't it it was great. It was yeah. just great. It was just like, you know, it was almost like a, because uh, last year, I liked last year's crossover. It was so big, you know, it was so much going on and with the wedding going on and all the other stuff. And this year it was just a little cleaner, a little more simple and just pure fun. Just pure fun. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, you must have so much fun on set. You've got a cracking cast, haven't you? Do you have a favorite story from set at all that you could tell us? You know, the thing, the thing about a lot of the stories on set is, it just happens spontaneously when you're on like hour 11, hour 12. Yeah. And you get in, you know, me and Tom and Grant or whatever get into a bit. And it always becomes like the bit of the day where you just play that for hours and hours, whether it's a game or somebody came up with a catchphrase or something like that. And it just, it's a very spontaneous thing and it becomes very fun. Uh, in terms of a specific favorite story, I don't, I don't know if I have one that would be, I mean, a lot of them are, are, you know, definitely not PG-13 in, in, in terms of some of the jokes that we do and some of the fun that we have, but it's it's just always a hoot. And it's also useful, too, in the sense that, you know, having so much fun together and laughing so, so much and so genuinely with each other before you go to action, before you hear action, it carries over into the scene and it carries the energy into the scene and it makes everybody just kind of come alive. There's more light behind the eyes because, you know, you're just trying to keep it together because Tom just said something that's so funny that you can't even stop smiling. Yeah. So what can you tell us about the second half of season five without trying to spoil anything when it when the flash returns? Well, what I can tell you is, you know, we come back next Tuesday night. Uh, we're over here. That's when we come back. And I think they're doing an international thing the next day. I can't remember exactly. But we're going to see the whole thing with Cicada start to ramp up and, and all of that. And obviously we've revealed now that, uh, you know, Nora, we've, we've started to reveal that Nora is working with Spawn in the future. And I was really excited to see that because um, I love that character of Reverse Flash and Bond. Uh, and yeah. I think he plays it so well. And, and to me, that's such a great, great villain. I mean, I would put that up there with any of the movie villains and comic books and stuff like that. It's a great performance and a great villain. Um, so I'm excited to see more of that play out. And, you know, uh, at some point, it will be revealed to to the entire team that, you know, Nora is doing this, you know, Sherlock's figuring it out, but uh, Nora, you know, 
Nora's going to have to own up to that at a certain point, and the rest of the team will find out. And that's going to be, you know, an atomic bomb, particularly, I think, for Barry and Iris. Um, and in terms of Ralph going forward, uh, we've seen great stuff coming up. Uh, episode 11, he's involved with, you know, some more stuff with Ralph and Killer Frost, and I move the two characters together, and, and Ralph really stepping up to be a hero to save some metahumans. And, um, you know, episode 13 is a really fun one. It's pretty much all uh, Ralph and Barry for the whole episode. And that, that's something that, you know, Grant and I had so much fun on because he and I worked a lot together last year and we had a blast. So we always laugh a lot when we're together. And then we just started shooting now. I'm excited for this one. Uh, I think they talked about it a little bit at Conversation, but we're, we're now getting into shooting short versus Gorilla Grodd, which is something that I'm very excited for. Uh, just as a fan, because I just, I love King Shark, I love Rod. I think they pulled that off so well in this world. I'm really excited to see that. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, the VFX team are just fantastic when it comes to those effects with Gorilla Grodd. Yeah, I mean, I can tell you, as, as a fan of comic books years ago, before I was on the show, when I heard that they were doing King Shark, my first thought was like, who do you think you are and how are you going to pull that off? <laughs> yeah. And again, this was before I worked on the show, and I said, there's no way this is going to work. And then I saw the King Shark episode, and I was like, holy crap, this is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this works so well. And I just, I bought it hook, line, and sinker. And so ever since then, and then in season three, when went to Gorilla City, which is, I mean, the visual effects in that Gorilla City scene where, where, where Barry fights uh, Salivar, if I remember correctly, and um, the visual effects in that scene, I mean, just out of this world, out of yeah. this world. So they do such a fantastic job with that stuff, and I'm really excited. Yeah, definitely. So last one. Um, are you working on anything else at the moment? And um, are you going to be doing any conventions? Because I know you came to Heroes and Villains Fan Fest in London last year. You know, actually, my first one was in London last year. That's where I kicked it all off. Wow. So I had to schedule one in. And so, you know, right now what I have coming up is uh, at my schedule for the summer for the hiatus because obviously shooting keeps us very busy 10 months of the year. So um, I did one in San Jose last month in early December. And I'm looking at one in Regina, Canada coming up and then trying to schedule the rest of the, of the summer, you know, schedule for hiatus and see where that all falls down, where that lands. But I love doing them. It's a, it's a privilege to do those conventions and to meet people. And I remember being so nervous the first time I did it. And, you know, the Londoners and everybody from all over Europe were just fantastic. I mean, they were just, you know, I was worried nobody was going to show up. Who's going to care about me? And then you get there and you have this big line and just people coming all day long and it was just wonderful because it's person after person that they just they just love this they love the show they love the world they love the character um my favorite thing to hear is you know parents with their kids saying you know this is what we do every week we've done this every week for five years we watch this show and we love your character and we just love this world and that to me is magic of being on a show like this that's probably my favorite thing is hearing families say this is like the thing we do together and this is, you know, as our kids become teenagers and one's graduating high school, we still do it. You know, we still do it every week. And I love that. Yeah. And it must be great because you, you probably don't get to interact much with your fans, do you? And to like finally find out you're a huge fan favorite must be amazing. Yeah. I mean, you know, you, you, you never know. You know, you never know. You run into some people at the airport or whatnot and everything. And, you know, they've never even been to London. So that was a whole experience for me, too. And it was wonderful. It's just wonderful to go there and. You know, it, it, I always try to proceed from gratitude and remember how lucky I am. And, you know, I have the best job in the world and I love my job and, and I have a great life. And, and that just is the icing on the cake for people to enjoy what you're doing and have it bring families together. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. Definitely. So thank you so much for joining us on the show today. And we're so looking forward to the fast returning. Yeah, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. We should do it again.
Hawk Topic Time. So to shake things up, Chris has gone for a scenario-based question that you need to answer. So Chris, without further ado, do you want to read out your hypothetical situation? I would, Nicola. Thank you very much. You accidentally and through no fault of your own find yourself in possession of a dangerous artifact. Suddenly, you realise you're being hunted by space pirates and general criminal underworld types. Fortunately for you, you've struck up a personal friendship with all of the superheroes. You have their numbers in your phone and you happen to know they're all nearby. You can't reach any of them in person, but you have enough battery to call one. Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so let's let's go Twitter, shall we? Okay, See what sure. People said. So, so we'll start with Autism Gamer at Autism Gamer. They said, I would call Spider-Man. I mean, come on, it's Spider-Man with a giant effing robot. What's not to like? <laughs> <laughs> nice. So that's kind of like, is it Penny Parker that was in Into the Spider-Verse? She had her uh, own sort of, sort of, kind of thing, like droid thing. Trust J- Japan to add uh, <laughs> yes. giant robots we to We actually, yeah. Uh, I mean, do you, do you want to listen to the intro? It's pretty good. I'll put it on. <laughs> it's quite jazzy. It's, um, yeah, so Spider-Man has a robot. Uh, and if you if you Google the intro, it's pretty much Power Rangers crossed with Spider-Man. I don't know if you can hear this. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a pretty good intro. I'd go and check it out if you like those kind of things. Sure. Yeah, I mean, fair play. Are we saying, you know you're saying space pirates. Are we actually in space or are we on Earth at this kind of point? I feel like I, I need more. I was we were on Earth. I, mean, I, didn't really, okay. I don't know if I thought it through enough. <laughs> because now... Yeah, I'm seeing some space-based responses. But, yes, uh, I wonder why. Yeah, not bad. <laughs> anyway, yes, good pick. So Spider-Man plus a droid uh, slash robot. What's it? It's not like to like, to like about that. Up next, we got I Am Jack's regular, regular musings. That I Am Jack's musings. He said, I'd give Thor a call and ask him if his dad could keep the artifact safe in his vault under the auspicious... Auspices? Auspices? Is that a real auspices? word? Auspices? <laughs> <laughs> of the Destroyer. Fair play, yeah. What is that vault called? Is there a name for the vault? I don't know, maybe. Don't know. Probably. I'm just making that up. Yeah, I mean, fair play. That's where they keep all the powerful relics, right? Yes, so that, that is true. Sense. And only Hella kind of managed to break into that before, right? Yeah. Plus, four could just like travel straight there, can they? Using yes, the thingy was the Bifrost. Yeah. Mm. 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 So instantly out of that whole problem. Yes. Quite, quite clever. <laughs> I see what you did there, <laughs> and I like it. <laughs> so next up, we've got X-Geeks at X-Geeks. They said, space pirates, question mark. Easy. I'd call Bucky. Captain Bucky O'Ha. Bucky O'Hare. Okay, O'Hare. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that completely changes everything. <laughs> this seems really familiar to me. Is this like a 90s... Like cartoon sort of thing? Yeah, I feel like it's a 90s cartoon, but this is clearly a picture of a comic book. Well, there was like, uh, with Super Ted. So I don't know whether it's that kind of... But it does look very comic booky, doesn't it? Hmm. I love the look of it, I have to say. Yeah, it looks kind of a bit like... um. More Rocket. Yeah. <laughs> But more green. But with ears and green. <laughs> yes. Right. Okay. Anyway, moving on. Species, but fine. Yeah. <laughs> Completely sure. bad. Anyway, next up, Spider Dan and the Secret Boars at Dan underscore Boars, who said the Arglo Lantern Corpse. <laughs> so that's yeah. a kind of mixture of space pirate people, I suppose. Or Fight Fire with Fire, I'd call the Star Jammers. Mm, who are the Star Jammers, I wonder? I have no idea. What's that about? <laughs> they look very space based so fair play i will give you that there's there's quite a lot of them actually i don't know if you've seen this picture it looks very marvel like to me i'm probably kind of completely wrong on this uh but it looks like a reptile hulk in the back have, have okay. you got the picture up it's very yeah. interesting there's like a samurai thing, thing. <laughs> it is in the thread yes okay. and there's like a oh yeah i see so sure yeah yeah 
It does look kind of familiar, right? Mm. <laughs> All of these are like, mm, that's vaguely familiar. Okay, next up, we got 20th Century Geek underscore partner, 20th Century Geek, who said Space Pirates, only one answer, in brightest day. So, mm. Green Lantern Corps, right? Loads of Green Lantern yeah. people. I feel like I'd this is a slight theme. Good, <laughs> good option right there. Yes. Um, yeah, I didn't realise that the Space Pirates thing would be such a big... <laughs> I feel like that's a big draw for people, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where did the Space Pirates come from? I thought I was just from? adding some flavour, but... Some flavour. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a I little bit of dusting. Like space Pirates and, you know, the general, the guys on Earth, you know, just running around with guns and stuff. But, um, yeah, fair play. Space Pirates. <laughs> Next up, we got DC World at underscore DC World. He said, I would have to call Clark Kent as I know I can always count on him to save the day. Mm. Which is also a good point because he's an alien and can fly. So, touche. And is basically a god. Yeah. Pretty basically <laughs> yeah. just... <laughs> that is true. Yes. So next up, we got Get Your Comic Con at Get Your Comic Con. He said, due to space pirates, <laughs> another one, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I'm going to eject the stock answer of Batman as I feel we need someone with a power set other than gadgets. So I'm going to go Starfire. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Who is in Titans, which we have watched today? Yes. I don't know these people. <laughs> no. <laughs> Alien person. <laughs> right. Um, I, so I yeah. Know. Yes. Yes. I Very know who suitable. you're talking about now. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Sure. <laughs> I like that we're on the same page. <laughs> so next up we've got Jack and the Geeks Talk at Jack Geeks Talk. He said, I'm calling Mr. Fantastic. As one of the smartest people in the galaxy, he could whip up a device to counter the effects of the dangerous artifact, making it undetectable. But if the pirates attack, he and his family of superheroes will smash them to pieces. Yeah, fair play. Yeah, nice. Coming out from two angles there. Yeah, covering all bases. Covering all bases. Mainly. Yep. <laughs> Protect yourself from the artifact. And, mm, nice. And from the evil... Evil doors. overlords. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> so next up, Nerds Chatting. At Nerds Chatting, he said, If it were me, I'd call the guy who can fly through space of his own free will and fight on the surface of the sun. The guy who had but Can I just pause it here? He's going to be invincible, right? And... <laughs> 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 um, the guy who will headbutt his opponent into bloody pulp after lo- lo- losing the use of both his hands. I would call invincible. Okay, yeah, got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, wow, that picture. That's uh, that's lovely, isn't Very it? Very gory. Yes. Yeah, it Beautiful. is crazy. I remember, <laughs> I think he's talked about this on their podcast before and uh, I remember reading it. I think the first novel was called like A Family Affair or something about family and I was like, oh, is nice you know high school teenager well, they've just ripped someone apart what the hell <laughs> sure <laughs> yes yeah, i haven't read this so i'm sorry but yes very good call there next up we got jim pop square pants at vintage gt who said only one choice for me thunder yeah fair play thor yes it makes a lot of sense thinking about it definitely yeah. yeah i mean he's got the means to travel he's also a god and i mean he's had a huge like power upgrade hasn't yeah, he yeah. uh in in marvel so yes i see where you're coming from Hard to go wrong indeed next up we got claire Payne at gothamite claire who's given us a gift of rockets ah oh, nice i was thinking kind of guardians because they're kind of space pirates themselves yeah right? space pirates <laughs> <laughs> and also um yondu and that lot are pretty much space pirates yeah right yeah. so yeah he knows space yeah. pirates so yeah 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 i mean they're pretty well versed in defending themselves against yes. space pirates so. and they have also stolen an artifact <laughs> yeah <laughs> themselves so i'm sure they have experience in that uh now, this is basically the story. <laughs> is that where you got it from? Maybe. Maybe. Not, not consciously, but no. maybe. <laughs> nice. So, Chris, big question is, who would you pick? 
So I started overthinking it. Oh, damn. Um, <laughs> Classic Chris. So I thought I was laying it out so there was no like loopholes and stuff, but I guess I was wrong. So I, started, I was thinking like it would be cool for the Hulk to come save you, right? But then I started thinking, he probably doesn't have a mobile phone, does he? And if he did, <laughs> he'd just crush it. It wouldn't, it wouldn't work. Okay. So I was thinking I'd probably have to go with Superman because he's just godlike in the end. Yeah. He, he'd just protect you and whatever. Unless the alien space pirate guys are glowing green in any kind of way yeah, and then I'd be a bit like <laughs> maybe there's some kryptonite going on so I should call someone else <laughs> right. and then <laughs> and then I'd probably go yeah Thor was a good choice everyone else so uh, <laughs> I'd go with him nice fair enough what about you? so I was very inspired by Infinity War the end sure. of Infinity War with the pager so Captain Marvel would yep. be my first pick fair play, fair play. because A she flies. Um, she's been in space a lot recently with the fighting the Kree and such. So she, I think she could hold her own. She seems very pop. Is that the one? Uh, no. That is another one, but that's Guardians of the <laughs> Galaxy. Sure, sure. <laughs> um, so yes, Captain Marvel will be a pick. Or I said Thor again yes. because okay. you know he's pretty amazing yeah. at the moment. Or Groot because Groot. if you remember back in the first film, right at the yeah. end, his spikes like skewered like a whole line of people. Oh, that's true. So I'm pretty sure he's like, well, I don't I know. I thought you were going to say you would do that thing where he kind of turns into a, a sphere oh, around yeah, the like that artifact really or something nice. and protect you okay. from it or something. Yeah, know. that was a nice way of looking at it. I'm like, spike them all, <laughs> skewer them, skewer them. <laughs> oh dear. Yes. Um. But yeah, not at this moment. Not the like teenage group. I think he'd be a bit like, mm, I'm not coming, sort of thing. So. Well, after the last one, maybe not. Yes, that is true. Yeah, so, <laughs> uh oh. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> let us know what you thought of this uh, this week's Hulk yeah, topic. This experiment, indeed. Uh, I thought it was quite. It was quite a nice idea. Yes, makes it a bit more, uh, you know, story based and uh, interactive. Interactive. Oh, next no. up, it'll be Panther Snatch. Choose your own ending, guys. Anyway, what's next? <laughs> So thank you so much for listening, guys. Really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to get in touch with us to take part in any of our future hook topics, or if you'd like to send us any recommendations or anything, how do they go about doing that then, Chris? We're at We Have a Hook Pod on Twitter and also Facebook and Instagram. And we're on YouTube. If you want to see some of our interviews animated and stuff like that, you can check us out. Forward slash We Have a Hulk. If you want to email us, we have a hulkpod at gmail.com. And if you want to check out our blog, that is wehaveahulk.co.uk. Mm, yes. So what we're going to be doing in the next couple of weeks, Chris, and there's a big film coming up soon, isn't there? What one is that? <laughs> uh, so, Glass. Glass. Okay, yeah. <laughs> We've actually, Cineworld have treated us this month. I think they're like, right, we know January's a hard month for you guys yeah, to yeah. get. There's been about, I don't know, about four, five or six, even six um, unlimited screenings. I think. Uh, so next week we've got Vice and we've also got Glass coming up. So that's really exciting. And then we've got um, If Beale Street Could Talk, Can You Ever Forgive Me? And there's a couple more, something about family, which looks quite good with Mark Wahlberg. Um, and Escape Room, which I'm not sure we'll see because they're not hmm. big horror people. But No. Also, weren't you saying that Glass has mixed reviews already? Yes, <laughs> it has split. Critic. Uh, yeah, Classic. critics. It's just that it's it's that fella, isn't it? It's the director. M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah, yes. he does seem to divide people. Very divisive, indeed. Yes, I find it's pretty good, and then the ending's a bit like what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, some of his films have been really awful. <laughs> yeah. but, I mean, uh, what was the one? Was it called The Happening? When it was like the grass is trying to kill us or something? I, can't, I, can't <laughs> I don't know. But it's feasible. Yes. yes. 
But anyway, Unbreakable, I thought, was one of his best films. So I, I'm hoping I'll enjoy this. Because yeah. I did enjoy that. And I did think Split was good. So fingers crossed. Also, The Punisher is coming to Netflix for season two Woo-hoo. next Friday. So that's intriguing. Cool. I do like a bit of The Punisher. Mm, it's so... going to be cancelled as soon as it finishes. Its own. I know. So... <laughs> I'm just bracing myself. Yeah. Like, right, here we go. <laughs> so what's next? So we've got The Punisher will be gone soon. And then the last one remaining, Jessica Jones. Yeah. <laughs> that's intriguing. Presumably that's soon after, is it? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. It's true. But, you know, these things happen, I suppose. Yes, indeed. Anyway, on, on, on that note. On that horribly sad note. <laughs> yes. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, once again, thank you so much for listening. We really, really do appreciate it. And we hope to see you next time. Bye. Bye.